episode three, The Way My Heart Is Set Up. So this poem is important because I have a heart that has gotten me into a, I ain't going to say a lot of trouble, but it ain't been all good. I'll just say that. The way my heart is set up. I got a big heart. And not just any heart. It always goes straight to the good part. Like, yeah, it literally doesn't judge any fucking body. Because why? We're all human and a little naughty. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. That's what makes my heart do the things that it do. And people think it has something to do with them. Without an effort to repair my hymn. Hmm. Isn't it funny how people big up themselves? Hearts ain't even worth taking off the shelves. But see, the way my heart is set up, never met anyone who could refill my cup. Wondering who's going to come take care of me. Is this the way it's always going to be? The people ask, why are you still single? Nobody, Nobody's ever given me that in love tingle. Hell, I don't even think I've had a sprinkle. Probably because I want to be married until wrinkled. Waiting for someone to prove they'll stay always ready to face the good and the bad days. See, my heart's only been bruised a couple times. Because no guy has without a doubt been mine. Due to that, I haven't allowed myself to commit. I can't let my heart be foolishly played with. Because, see, the way my heart is set up, never met anyone who could refill my cup. Wondering, who's going to come take care of me? Is this the way it's always going to be? Like an onion, the more layers you peel. See those bruises? Those took years to heal. No, don't touch. They're still a little tender. The devil's always poking them, hoping I'll surrender. But my heart belongs to the almighty God. It is he who placed it inside my body. And only he can take it back out. That is enough to make me want to shout. So I know he created my equal. And I know he won't be deceitful. He'll see the way my heart is set up. And be able to refill my cup. Saying, I'm going to start taking care of her. And I promise I ain't going nowhere. So the backstory to the way my heart is set up my heart is indeed set up like that like I really when I fuck with somebody I fuck with people like the long way and I had to stop because there are way more takers than there are givers and takers have no boundaries. They have no remorse. They they are solely set on taking. None of the consequences that come with that or the effects of that ain't got nothing to do with them. They don't give a goddamn. So I just recently my last my first and last relationship uh, is the reason why I have set up the boundaries that I have but I literally grew up on 
the verse to do unto others or you'd have them do unto you and i have a poem which i think i get into next season yeah next season so next season you heard it's called doing to others and the hook of that or the course of it however you want to break it down i don't can't remember the term it what it is for poetry but it is do unto others as you'd have them do unto you i've come to understand that that saying is only half true the reason why that i've come to that conclusion that is half true is because the people who are going to do unto you are not the people that you do unto nine out of ten times no that one time that someone is going to do unto you what you've done unto others is somebody who also knows when you do unto others <laughs> as you want to be done to you it'll come back around the only people who are going to do unto you are the people who have the same kind of heart as you because they are the only ones who have that mentality to do unto someone a taker don't give a fuck about nobody else but herself. A giver is the one who's going to do unto a giver. A taker is not. Unless they feel like they're going to get some kind of benefit or reward for it. A lot of the times we are saving people from or trying to save people from karma that they definitely, definitely, sorry, deserve. Or there's really nothing you could do to uh, reroute them or manipulate their course of life because they have to go through it. They have done things before they met you that is the penalty of those actions. But you coming in, just going off or being based off what you see and hear and what they're telling you or whatever. And like, you know, you just want to show them some kindness and some goodness. And it's like, it's not it that's a true point in time when it's not you it's them <laughs> uh nine times that's it it's not you it's them and the them could be their karma that they racked up that's why you are kind of getting a fucked up situation or like abuse as the side effects are just uh, as a bystander of bystander sorry of their situation that they set themselves up for that they deserve that has nothing absolutely positively nothing to do with you nothing and that's why I had to really listen I had to make sure that I had set unshakable uh, boundaries because I I happened to meet a couple guys and be in relationships with a couple guys in different kinds of relationships, but a relationship with guys that were in their karma, their karma, sorry, and I was a bystander that. And I've gotten abused. Not like one of them tried, 
definitely tried physical abuse, but as you can see, I'm a big girl. I'm going to hold my own, and my uncle made sure I knew how to fight as a little girl. So, you don't forget. It's like riding a bike. So, <laughs> you know, he tried it a few times, and he was just my best friend, but he had mental issues, and he was going through his own fucking karma for the shit he had done before I even knew he even existed. I'm talking about a long life of shit. You feel me? So... <laughs> So, you know, I got, I went through a whole lot of emotional abuse, mental abuse, because a lot of times people like that will try to manipulate you to stay around, manipulate you because, because a lot of these people, once they really see that you genuinely just have a good heart and are naive to their bullshit and, you know, will rationalize the bullshit they do give and their lies and stuff like that, they're going to milk it. And then they don't want to get, they don't want to lose you because you are that one ray of sunshine. They really, and like I said, they really either don't know, can't figure out how, or just can't give it back, or don't know how to give it back, or don't know how to even receive it in some cases. So, that that is a big part of, I had to, my heart was set up previous to when I changed the setup of it to just like I said, go straight to the good part. Like, oh, it's good right now. It's always going to be good. We're just going to grow into goodness. And that don't be what it is. And that's that's what will... That will ultimately break your heart the most in the long run. Is that you go straight to the good part because you're in a good moment. Or having a good day. Or that time period is good it is not always like that <laughs> at all so you gotta have boundaries if you have a good heart you boundaries gotta be at the top of your motherfucking to-do list it got you gotta you gotta have the right boundaries because when you think of boundaries you think of a border or a protection or like you know a fence a gate or whatever and we all know that a gate or a fence or a wall or whatever that is surrounding something is to protect it in most cases. But even with those gates and fences and walls, there's always a door. And that door is so that whoever or, you know, whatever is being protected can specify who they want to let in or have restrictions on who they allow in like you can't if you just jump the motherfucking wall fence whatever you are now trespassing that's a crime you feel me so that's you have to think of boundaries like that like I said takers don't give a fuck about who they take it from, how much they get to take, like, it's, it's a snatch and grab, and they're trying to get as much as they can, as fast as they can, and some of them will do it for as long as they can, and that's why you got to have your boundaries, but the importance of that 
the being able to allow who can go past those boundaries or actually nobody should be able to come past those boundaries unless they respect those boundaries and that's why people who have fences and gates and walls around property or whatever they're protecting have that so they can allow the access the access is not just open for any and everything and body and no only what I want to come in will be allowed in and those are whatever is allowed in is respectful of what they're being allowed to you know you you catch my drift the pros and cons of having a good heart the pros of having a good heart is that you don't have bad karma people love to be around you and there are a lot of non-materialistic blessings that come with having a good heart like you get favor and you get grace and you get mercy and you have a purity about you the cons of having a good heart is kind of like what i just touched on is that especially if you don't have boundaries people will definitely take advantage of it as much and whenever and however they can um another con is that a lot of times when you are on a good-hearted mission trying to be good to someone who is either not used to people being good to them don't know how to appreciate somebody being good to them or just don't know how to reciprocate goodness and once you find people like that you're gonna get hurt most likely in the end because for those reasons they they really don't know what it is what to do with it how how to give it back in a lot of cases so that is definitely probably the biggest con of having a good heart but another con is that it can in so many ways and situations lead to uh mental health issues and emotional issues because sometimes intentionally or unintentionally you will get emotionally abused and verbally abused and sometimes physically like abuse comes with that if you don't have the boundaries that is probably the most unsafe part about it and then because you have to go through those abuses of whatever kind you have ptsd and then that leads to depression and anxiety and like it's a compound the more you are good-hearted in a fucked up situation and i have been in so many fucked up situations we are gonna get into it but not today and it's because i genuinely was trying to be good to people who do not know what to do with good because literally and a lot of it that I've learned like hindsightedly is that this is why getting to know people is important no one ever refilled my cup and what I mean by that is that 
Being a good person can be very fucking draining. Because when people know you're good, they take advantage of the good and they will milk you fucking dry. And that can be so exhausting when all you're doing is giving and helping all day, every day. No breaks, no no days off by yourself. <laughs> like that shit can drain the fuck out of you. If you don't have someone who can pour back into you, to be kind to you, to be a caregiver to you, to help you, it is hard out here for a giver. It's hard because no, the other the takers don't have boundaries. So if you don't have a giver, at least one, at least one, that is going to give and pour back into you, you gonna have to start off <laughs> with the boundaries that motherfuckers can't penetrate. You are gonna have to start off with because there ain't no. If you don't have one person that's gonna pour into you, that means there is nobody who's gonna act who has access. There's no one who's gonna deserve and be qualified for access to the to your heart because you gotta protect it you have to because the takers <laughs> boundaries they hate boundaries a taker hates when a giver has boundaries like ugh, how dare you that's how they feel like real, real there was a point that i was wondering like is this is this really the life you have for me. I don't want it. I don't want this. This, this. this ain't what I volunteer for. At all. But luckily I have. The best. Giver. Refiller ever. Which is my mom. She's always been that refiller. But at the same time. I just recently got. A group of friends that. They pour back into me like I've never been poured back into. And I just appreciate them. I can't wait to see what the future is like for us. Because uh we are all on a trajectory. And it all started within like literally this year, the last few months. Uh Going to the living room events that I talked about in episode one. So... We we really love the living room and we support them as much as we can. But our little group is like a subgroup of the living room. Okay, so if they the living room, we we the we the bathroom. And why I say the bathroom is because just think of especially ladies, because I don't like men do. That. I mean, y'all do it sometimes from what I've seen, but. When we're all in the bathroom together, <laughs> listen, it's nothing but hypery. You feel me? It is a situation every time when there is a group, whether it's a private bathroom and we're all getting ready and about to go out, or if it's a public bathroom where, you know, we going together because motherfuckers be crazy, so we got to come, whether everybody got to use the bathroom or not, and this on vacation taking pictures like 
the bathroom when it is a group of girls is nothing but positivity and a lot of situations because in those situations when we're getting hyped up to go out and get dressed and do all that we're hyping each other like yes bitch beat faces yes the outfit is flawless like hair on fleek like we're hyping each other up and then we are pretty much just re feeling each other when we go out to these clubs and these events and we're all in the bathroom like yes bitch you're still flawless yes bitch the outfit is still hitting the hair is still on fleek you're still beautiful let's go back out here and continue to fuck this place up uh collectively just supporting and and uplifting each other so that's why i'll say the if we fuck with the living room we are the bathroom off to the side been single most of my life my last year was the first time that i have ever been in a actual relationship i'm talking about living together going everywhere together like trying to get it together and it wasn't the worst but it was not the best because as i mentioned in pros and cons i he my boyfriend or ex-boyfriend was one of those people who didn't he loved out of survival and i love genuinely unconditionally and those two kind of loves never really match up because i'm giving him genuine love and he's giving me uh i'm giving you the love that i've learned to give through survival it's not completely genuine but i'm gonna do whatever i can to keep you with me like gaslighting and breadcrumbing and all that goofy shit. So, it, I learned a lot about myself, about relationships, about uh, teamwork. And you always have these dreams and expectations. And, you know, that social media versus reality kind of, uh, I guess, goals for your relationship or visions for your relationship or expectations for your relationship. And that ain't always the case. Right now, the guy that I'm talking to, I've been talking to him since the beginning of the year. So probably like a year, I mean like a month after I actually broke up with my boyfriend, I met him. And he is a genuine person. Like, he's so sweet. He's so, he's a type of person that is, like I said, a refiller. He always speaks life and beauty into me. Like, every time I talk to him, like, he's so complimentary. And he's so just reminding me every time he talks to me, you're beautiful. And you're a really great person. You're very sweet. And I just love that about you. Like, he knows because I made it clear, like, when we first started talking, it i need i'm a i need reassurance because my last relationship was very unsure unstable unrealistic <laughs> because i was given relationship goals and he was given i just want to be in a relationship which is not the same so 
that's why I say that I don't think that I've ever really had that in love tinkle because none of the guys that I've ever dated or talked to just made me I can say I, I feel like if I really continue to talk to the dude that I'm talking to and like really really put like some effort into it I, I can't even talk about all of it right now because like I said it's still fresh so I feel like the way that it's projecting and going he might give me that in love tingle because I because he act like he already got it he just feels like he can't wait he can't wait for me to actually give him that full chance to really show me and I'm just like I'm not there yet like I said, this I haven't even been single for six months yet, so I, I'm still not there. And that brings me to why I can't let my heart be foolishly played with because I have already. <laughs> I have already way too many times, and that shit ain't fun. It ain't healthy. It ain't. It ain't it. Okay, so. I'm just more cautious. I've always been cautious. That's why my last relationship was my first relationship. But I'm even more cautious of me committing again. Because I always was like, I'm not just selling in for anything. Like, that's not ever going to be the case with me. And I won't say that I settled for my boyfriend because that's why we broke up. But he was he was doing and saying all the right things in the beginning. And he got comfortable to his own admission. He got comfortable and slacked on all that shit. And I'm just like, that ain't this and this ain't that. And no, you're going to either continue with the energy you had in the beginning, reset the energy now, or you can get the fuck on. And he couldn't reset or continue. So that's why I'm single again. <laughs> But, you feel me, I don't lose hope because I know my guy got me. I know he got me. He wouldn't have created me if he didn't have somebody for me. I just believe that. But, I just feel like we all have someone who, we have soulmates. I do believe that. The thing is, there are billions of people. There's billions of people. And I have learned that, listen, I have better connections with people who don't live in America. Don't get me wrong, there's some guys in America that are cool. They ain't nowhere near me. <laughs> like, so, the point I'm trying to say is that don't expect that your soulmate is necessarily going to be your next door neighbor or in your fucking neighborhood, let alone your fucking city. Because a lot of people, I mean, besides the old people who probably met in elementary school and been in love since, even those situations are rare. Are high school sweetheart, rare. A lot of times, most people who are married met in college away from home <laughs> away from home or you know i mean there wouldn't be a 90 day fiance if people didn't find love in other countries so i'm saying it might not be 
your soulmate might not be nowhere near you. But that's also the pros and cons of dating. But I do have hope that, like I said, one day I'm going to meet a man and he's going to be like, she's my responsibility now. Not that I'm a big responsibility, but in a way that's like, that's mine. Like Steve Harvey was saying, like, that's mine. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who bone her, who had her, she mine now, and who going to take her? Who going to do something about it? Who going to help me? Who going to... Who gonna... Big stepping about big jazz, you feel me? <laughs> That's what kind of man I'm looking for. So, this episode is dedicated to Demarcus King, aka Pookie. May you rest in peace. Thank you for believing in me. How I became an actual spoken word artist. It is actually because of the guy that I previously told you guys that this episode is dedicated to. He was my best friend's brother-in-law. He knew that I was a writer and a poet and he was having a, well, helping along with a few other people put on a poetry showcase and I got invited. Uh, so that was my first actual show and performance as an adult. And it was about 2018, 2019. This is when I had just, uh, actually re-released my self-published book, The Power of Prayer. And I did it in, in hopes of selling more books. And that's actually how I actually got into going to shows, doing shows, is to sell more books. So I actually did two more after that showcase with a local uh, spoken word artist. Her name is Robin G. She put on some shows. I signed up. I went to two of those. And that second show is actually the first time that I ever read and recorded the performance of the way my heart is set up which is on social media i will uh plug that in uh on the collections page so you guys can see it if you want to go there to the uh be on the collection tiktok or to the instagram you go there and watch the video but that's the first time i got to record it and that's the beginning of my spoken word, I guess, journey. But it wasn't actually until this year that I can really say that I am now an actual spoken word artist. I do not get paid for it yet, but I know that is the next level to this whole process. So I'm patient about that. I've always been patient about that. But this year alone, I have performed uh, four times. I did two performances in March and two performances in um, April. I haven't performed this month yet. I've actually just been putting all of my focus into this podcast. So that's how I got here and that's how this journey started. This is only beginning. So I hope you guys stay tuned. So... I would love for you guys to follow 
both of the social media pages for the podcast, which is the Vanda Collection TikTok with underscores between each word and same name on Instagram, no underscores. Uh, you can also get the podcast wherever you stream podcasts. I know for sure that it is definitely on Anchor and slash pot, uh, Spotify. It's also on Apple and Google Podcasts. It's on iHeartRadio. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Pocket Cast. If you go to my link tree, you can also get, uh, you know, links to all the platforms that it's on, especially if you go under the Spotify one, the Spotify link, then you definitely can see all of the places that this podcast streams on. So please subscribe. I love to get feedback. So follow me on social media or you can leave a message via the podcast. I will respond to as many as I can whenever possible. So don't be surprised if later on I just do bonus content for those questions and feedback. So, again, I thank you guys for listening. Share. If you know anyone who can relate, please send it to them. Thank you, guys. It is always a great day to be a vandal. So leave your mark everywhere you go. Be a blessing.